What up? Good, rad, ugly listeners. Welcome back. It's Sunday. Um, welcome to the network, man. We're making this, this movement strong, B. You know what I'm saying? Um, yo, man, we got another episode of the Game Ball coming up. Just want to say thank you to all the listeners out there who were showing support. We had a big turnout. Um, yeah, man, stay tuned. The Game Ball. You hear that? We're champions, baby. Motherfucking champions, dog. Motherfucking champions. More on that later. There's a reason I picked this song. <laughs> For all you <laughs> fantasy football fucks out there, <laughs> to the chip, baby. We gotta, we gotta give our, 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 uh, our congrats to the champ this year. Yeah, I'm rubbing it in everyone's face. <laughs> in the face. Woo! Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back for another week, guys. Well, we're back. Second episode, 001. 001, yeah. Uh, first week, triple zero. Um, numbers are weird. <laughs> so, episode 001. We had to test it. Yeah, it could be a complete fucking catastrophe, but it was amazing, guys. <laughs> and it's awesome all job. downhill from it's here, all guys. all going down from here. <laughs> but uh, welcome back, guys. Thank you for joining us. My name is Mark, and to my right, we got... JD. The Manu Ginobili of the streets, y'all. Manu Ginobili. Young Lucky lefty, lefty. Young lefty. Hot sizzle all in the ketchup. <laughs> and that verse you heard in the beginning, it's our producer. Yeah, what up? What, what Bo up, what Jackson up? on the boards. Bo Jackson on the boards. The Kembe Matumbo of the street shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to young Sammer. You couldn't be in the building today. He had a sicky pie. He's sicky pie. Something's wrong with his stomach. So guys, I'll be so. I'll be filling you with my with my analysis. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you gotta do? You gotta crash the boards, guys. You know hey. you gotta get back on deep. All right, <laughs> you gotta put a hat on a hat. Hey man, you gotta put hats on him, man. All right, I ain't tight. You know what I mean? Do not come across center. All right, <laughs> leave it all out on the field, guys. Hey guys, whistle to whistle. All right, <laughs> consider it done, coach. The game isn't done till the clock says zero zero. You know what I mean? All right, sorry guys. And all the cliches, all in the those cliche world. sport things. Well, let's get right into it, guys. First up, let's talk fucking Niners. Man, Monday Night Football. Did you watch that game, Jody? Unfortunately, I was at work, but I was on, I was work. on my I was on my phone the whole fucking time, and man, I was I was getting I was getting a little worried and nervous times, right? Yeah. Oh, for some reason, man, Matt Ryan. Uh, well, he, we only played him like once uh, during that playoff uh, that that NFC Championship game, but mm-hmm. he lit us up in that game. He we were down like twenty one zip. Yeah. Uh, in that game, and what he it was like uh, fourteen to three. Yeah. At the half of Monday night's game, so man, I mean, our defense is pretty solid. Uh, the Falcons are are pretty thin at receiving core right now, but they do still have Tony Gonzalez and Roddy White. So the chemistry between those guys and Matt Ryan is always on point. I think Roddy White had like two hundred plus yards. I think Tony Gonzalez had like around two hundred yards. Also, yeah, shout out Tony Gonzalez. I man, think, I think he's retired. He said that last year, but I think he's really going out this year. I think. I think. Uh, in this last game, I think they said uh, against the Panthers, he was gonna wear like a special helmet or something like that. Is it gold? Like, it, like for like a Hall of Fame thing. Either that, or it was gonna be like split Chiefs, split Falcons, maybe. That's pretty tight. 
I, it's something like that. Something, uh, be on the lookout for that. I think the Panthers are winning that game right now. Actually. Shout out Tony Gonzalez. He used to go uh, Cal Bears, played basketball and football. Hall of Famer for sure. We fuck with you, dog. Yeah, he had a really he great career. With you, I mean, I'm not really, really you know, career in the Chiefs, <laughs> Chiefs as well. I would, I would have We fuck with your mulatto ass. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved to see him retire as a Chief, though. He could do what. Yeah. Um, who uh, awesome just signed up with the Raiders so he could retire a Raider? Oh I think. man, that's pretty was it? So I'm not super familiar with him, but uh, he's a big bust, huh? Namdi Asamoah, yeah. Or um, after he left the Raiders because he signed up with Philly as a free agent. And then they made him play the slot and a little more man coverage, and he wasn't as fast as he used to be. So he was getting dicked down a lot in Philly. Made the move to the Niners. Listen, man, when, when, when you're playing the slot, all right, <laughs> you got to stay on your man like white on rice, all right? White on rice. You got to put hands in the air and break them down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's D1 Aves, baby. Here you go, baby. D1 Aves. Man, dude. Nomni was, was probably like, what, the highest paid corner? Yeah, fat. Yeah, he had a fat yeah. contract fat contract uh when he went to philly i guess like the whole i guess the whatever defensive schemes they had him in man like what five like, years in the league got two pro bowls right yeah so yeah let's go back to the niners yeah, if you guys don't know it was the last regular season game played at candlestick if you caught any of the uh television coverage on it on espn or actually any of the major networks there was a lot of pomp and circumstance about the whole day espn um what's his what's the old guy's name uh berman he did a whole monologue about... I think Chris Berman. Chris Berman, yeah. yeah. The corny guy. He <laughs> did a whole monologue about the history of the stadium and how the Beatles played their last concert there. But I was a little worried going into the game because it could have been a distraction for the players, you know? Yeah. It's it was it was a it was a lot on the line. Yeah. Uh, playoff. Uh, if they won that game, they clinched the uh, playoff spot. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Uh, the, the, of course, this is like this would be a perfect example of why like the media would want to blow this up. It's Monday night, last yeah. last game of the stick. The the media coverage is going to be all over it. Boys and Men's performed. Oh my god, I can't believe I missed that man. Fuck, they did. So they did the national anthem. You know what? Boys and Men's not the same without the deep voice guy. Oh, he wasn't there. It was only the three cane? of them. The, the, it was the only three guy. of them. They kicked him out a long time ago. <laughs> he didn't re up with the group, <laughs> baby. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know about this sweet ass cane. I, I always thought I was a cripple, but uh, <laughs> I can't believe I didn't get to perform it. Yeah, apparently there was a bunch stadium. of drama, though, man. Uh, according to the SF Examiner, which no one reads anymore, <laughs> uh, there was 30 arrests, um, 81 ejections, 81 ejections, man. And apparently, motherfuckers who you know have been at, going to stay in their entire lives were trying to take uh, seats. seats with them, man. <laughs> and what's the goddamn fucking problem, man? I like, heard people know? bringing wrenches to the stadium to yeah. try to take seats with them. Fucking assholes. <laughs> You know, is you're gonna have, dude. Well, I mean, what was the big thing? Didn't Steinbrenner, um, when they built the new, was it when they when they torn down George Steinbrenner? Yeah, when yeah, they when they built the new stadium, he sold dirt. Like he made oh, something like from like, the from the, uh, yeah, from the mound some, or like on the field. They made something like two hundred thousand dollars just on dirt alone. Oh, they were clue. selling it. They weren't they were letting s- fans just take a handful. Like no, they, were, they were like packaging up. They, were, they they made like pla- oh, they made like plastic molds of baseballs. Fucking like you know Christ. those molds they set like if you get like autographed baseball in. Yeah. Um, they made like baseball shaped ones with not like, like a, a cube. Yeah, but like baseball, like, like a baseball shape. with like with like you know like the stitching on it and stuff, and they packed it full of dirt. And they were selling those balls for like eight bucks a pop or some shit. Oh, that's not bad. I thought they were going to show. But it's like, dick them you, you got to make prices. a fucking dollar every guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not like the Yankees aren't worth a bajillion fucking dollars. 
So, I mean, let the motherfuckers have their seats, man. Take that shit out of A-Rod's check, man. What are they really <laughs> going to do with the seats if, like, once they tear that shit down? What are they really going to do with it? Put it on a wall? I don't know what people do with 40 their fan. 40 fucking thousand seats. They're going to sell it. They're going to sell them. Flip That's it on it. eBay? Yeah. Whatever. I'll take a seat. Fuck it. <laughs> but um, that was a fitting way to end the run at that stadium. That was a really exciting game on Monday night. And like I said earlier, JD said, it was nervous the whole fucking time. Yeah. Falcons weren't really playing for anything. I think they're, what, they got four or five wins on the season? Yeah. And the Niners were playing to clinch a playoff spot. And the way the game went, our offense wasn't really clicking there. Not in the first half at all. Yeah, not at all. But I'm going to fast forward to the end of the game. Falcons come within a field goal. They, They score, and then they line up for an onside kick. And the way our hands team lines up, they line up to the far left. But the fucking Falcon pulls the okey-doke, and he kicks it to the other side. And Navarro Bowman, the, if you watch the highlights, the ball fucking rolls right under right his Right through his side, man. And then once, it, once the ball passes a certain amount of yards, it's, passes it's, 10 yards. it's fucking free. It's free for anyone. Right. So he pretty much muffed, muffed that play. Muffed <laughs> cunt. <laughs> But so yeah, so now the at that point of the game it was like what two minutes left? Two th- minutes left. Falcons had the ball at about the, the twenty or thirty or 30, yeah, tw- thirty or thirty-five. Oh my god! Line, set up, let's set up this last play. If you remember the NFC Championship game from last year, you remember who it, stopped that slant route? It was a uh, Navarro. It Bowman. was Bowman. So he got his <laughs> fucking the redemption. <laughs> so in the last play, Ryan drops back, and the Niners send in extra. They send an outside linebacker and a safety on the blitz. And Brock broke. He he's the first to he defense the play, knocked the pass up in the air, and then Bowman tit drill catches that shit, runs it about eighty yards for the pick six. The final play, the the final touchdown scored. And at I swear field. to God, I popped a raging boner. <laughs> that shit six, was six nuts. to twelve, <laughs> dude. I mean, you know, I I, I I played football, loved it, but like I watched that game just to watch the last candlestick game, and when I seen him, when I seen him run that for like what ninety yards. <laughs> It was, doesn't it watch was, football uh, all the time, it was, dude. It was, it was. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. We were hugging up on some fucking fat uh, Norteño bitches at the bar. <laughs> Me and Danny we were like, "Oh, everyone was jumping around. She was pretty wild, man. What up, wheel man? <laughs> wheel man, dude? Man, yeah, that was like probably the most dramatic." finish to a game i've seen in a while that that since the last niners game was probably like the uh the alex smith Boulay. alex smith against the saints this or the yeah, alex smith touchdown to vernon davis that was yeah. probably like the last craziest moment i've seen from a niners uh game that, yeah, was, that was pretty intense fitting way to end the run at can hopefully depending on how shit plays out today a lot of games in progress right now but we can still technically get the one seed if the Ram, if the if the Rams take a if they beat Seattle take the game over Seattle if yeah. Carolina loses and we win but a lot of shit has to happen for us to get that one I believe seat. Carolina won they today. beat the Falcons yeah, they beat the Falcons today. speaking of Alex Smith uh, so you got benched for this next game coming against the Chargers huh yeah I think because they already clinched a spot in the right. playoffs so they're just resting everyone he only signed a one year with the Chiefs right after leaving right. We traded him, so oh, okay. he he has. I, or did he get an extension with the team? I'm not sure if he signed up. I don't. Yeah, so him. he because we had one more year with him. We traded him, and now uh, I I guess it's now up to the Chiefs to resign him. And I'm I'm thinking they will most definitely because they went from the worst team last year, got a number one pick, 
sewed up their old line a little bit, and now they're heading to the playoffs with new coach, new quarterback. So, shout out to the Chiefs, Alex Smith. You did you went through a lot of shit here in San Francisco. So, shout out to that guy. Man, talk about like being fucking tough and sucking it up, man. All the criticism that guy has faced over the years, and then when they finally get good, they trade him. You're a sucker for turning that money back in, though. You're a sucker for giving up some of that money, man. I mean, oh. dude, if you got you got out, you know what I'm saying? You got out with some dough, B. You didn't give these, you don't know these motherfuckers nothing. Yeah, like when when we were trying to resign him, like everyone was like, oh, should we resign him or not? And then he had to like, didn't he like- He took, took a pay cut. He took a pay yeah. cut. Yeah, fuck that shit. Yeah. Get they, your money, Because they knew what they had in Kaepernick, so yeah. I think I think that's what, I think that what that is what factored into that signing. So, yeah, man. Well, Chiefs, they play in the AFC West- <laughs> also, we got Peyton Manning. Did you yeah. catch the record? The uh, he broke the touchdown record last week. Yeah, uh, what was it like fifty three? Fifty plus. T- he broke yeah. Tom Brady's record. Mm. Shout out that guy. Oh my god! I think uh, Tom Brady had like a broken neck or some shit. He had four surgeries on his neck. Yeah, and then if you remember, was it was a two three years ago where he was trying to figure out what team he wanted to go to. Yeah, and the Niners were he had the Niners on the short list <laughs> of teams he wanted to go to. Yeah. That was like the ultimate cock tease in the off season, man. He was just stroking it, stroking ah. it, and then just let it go. <laughs> I would have, I would have not minded if he came. Imagine in. if we had him. I know it's all hypothetical, but what if we had Peyton Manning <sighs> for this Shit. past couple of years? The, the defense would look. To, I mean, the offense would look totally different. Totally different because that guy can't. I can run faster than that. <laughs> that guy's probably been training in football for years. So, man, I don't know, man. It, it'd be hard to say. He'd probably make our receivers look a fucking like look like fucking all stars. Yeah, because the whole this whole year it's been only like Bolden and Vernon Davis. I think up to the game against Tampa Bay, the only two people to catch receiving touchdowns were Bolden and Vernon Davis. Yeah, and only until recently was Crabtree yeah. caught his first one. So ah, against Seattle, I believe. But yeah, man, dude, uh, Peyton is doing his thing though, man. And they clinch they clinch a a first seed with the win over the Raiders today. So. I think it's a huge game going into the last week of the regular season for the Broncos. The fucking Raiders, man. Um, you're Irrelevant. About, <laughs> did you hear about that whole incident with like Pryor and his agent and like the uh, the head coach of the Raiders? Oh, his agent said something to the media that he's setting up Terrell Pryor to yeah, fail like or something gonna, like that. You, you said, this organization is setting him up to have a shitty career, like pretty much. Dude, I, I think McGloin is going to be the, the quarterback for that team. Next I'll year. be the quarterback. For that team. <laughs> I think we all have a shot. I think we all could try out. <laughs> Open tryouts for the Oakland Raiders next week, guys. Bring your wristbands. <laughs> Bring your pads. <laughs> Bring your cleats. But yeah, man. Other games last week. Well, playoff scenarios are fucking weird. Very weird. Saints could be out of the playoffs with depending, a loss today. Depending on what goes on today, they could be out. They were locked in at the two seed for a while. Carolina went to work. And now they might be out of the playoffs. That's a tough division, man. NFC, NFC South, South yeah. Man, that's a pretty tough one. And you, ten and five, you miss the fucking playoffs. That's fucking same crazy. thing with the Cardinals. If Car- Cardinals yeah. end up with that eleven and five, and they miss the playoffs, that's crazy. NFC West, man, we're fucking shit up over here. <laughs> Next year will be kind of interesting to see how everything plays out, man. Yeah. So I think right now, as the way it goes, if Saints still maintain their playoff spot, they could be playing the Eagles in the first round, and the Niners could be playing the Bears the first round. But this hope, this, I, this could all change within a matter of uh, hours. But 
I hope to God we play the Bears in the playoffs. If he saw that game, their defense is non-existent. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, for people who who didn't watch that Bears, um, who, who they play Bears? Uh, Jesus Christ! That Sunday night game last week. Was it the? Oh man, this is terrible. <laughs> uh, the Eagles game. The Eagles game. We're fucking. Nick Foles was tearing tearing up that ass. He ripped him a new one. <laughs> Jesus, that Philly that Philly offense looks so like scary, man. Yo, Nick Foles, no joke, man. That guy is legit. That guy is legit, man. The way he fucking fucking fires that fucking football in the end zone, man. He fucking oh man. Yeah, if we play the Bears, and I'm sh- I'm not mad at that matchup at all. I yeah. I take that matchup. Yeah, if we don't catch that one seed or two <laughs> seed, and we get the wild card, and we play the Bears, fucking eat it. <laughs> We could go to work on the Bears, man. Uh, color coming back didn't seem like on point, man. I, I was know. thinking they should have stayed with McCown. Yeah, Josh McCown. Yeah. Man, he had that one uh, crazy game that he had. Was it like a comeback game too? Yeah, that was my fantasy football quarterback. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Damn, man. I don't know, man. The The Bears are in a tough tough, uh, tough spot right tough now. Tough spot right now. But see, the, the NFC North like was in some kind of crazy thing man Actually, like you know what? Aaron Rodgers went down the Lions became shit out of nowhere <laughs> you know the Lions I got a little shit to talk about the fucking Detroit Lions <laughs> they last week they lost to the Giants so they're officially eliminated from the playoffs yeah, to at the one, Giants, at oh one time of the season Lions were leading the NFC North at six and three yeah and the Giants were zero and six at one time and mm-hmm. the Giants fucking beat them last week mm-hmm. you know I'm gonna give them a lot of shit because Aaron Rodgers missed seven seven weeks with his collarbone injury that should be like Minnesota's Man. garbage. You had the division lead. You got fucking Megatron as your wide receiver. And everyone wants to give Matt Stafford credit for being a gunslinger and all this shit. Yeah. You know what? Fuck you, Matt Stafford. <laughs> when does he start getting the Tony Romo treatment? Start talking shit about this guy. Because he's not delivering. He's inconsistent. He throws a lot of picks. And he's a piece of shit. I heard, I heard Matt Stafford sucks dick behind the bleachers. But <laughs> yeah. I, heard, I, heard, I heard the same fucking thing. Yeah, no, Matt same. Stafford, shots fired, bitch. Is he the new Romo? Is he oh the new shit! Romo? You know Romo, that guy's. Oh my, he's out for the se- out for the rest of the out season. Out for the season with a back injury. Back injury. You know, he took a fucking licking this season. I'm not gonna lie. He takes though. he takes a <laughs> lot of shit every. You know what? If we have any listeners in Dallas, what's it like to be a Cowboys fan? Please let us know, man. Because all it's, we see is the sh- the media shitting on this guy. It's gotta TV. be fucking tough. <laughs> I mean, you uh, have an owner that. I don't know what the fuck that guy's deal is. Jerry Jones. He's I mean, he brought a, you guys a real, a nice stadium, a big-ass scoreboard. It's HD. But you guys haven't done shit in years. Yeah. I think their record for the past 20-plus years is 137 and 137. They're a 500 fucking team. They're average. Man. They're a fucking average team. <laughs> but everyone wants to crown them. Say, oh, NFC East, this is their year. Jerry Jones, he's going to get it done. No, he's not. Yeah, I mean, the NFC East a couple years ago was probably, like, one of the hardest divisions as well, though. Like, the Giants and the Eagles were pretty Giants, fucking... Eagles, Cowboys, yeah. Cowboys was... was and, uh, well, the Redskins were not really in there in that conversation until only recently. But, yeah, like, I don't know. That That is a pretty t- tough division. But, yeah, Romo has not been getting it done, man. Uh, and they just signed a John Kitna. You know, the guy was teaching algebra last week. <laughs> <laughs> he was a substitute. He was teacher, teaching right? algebra in high school. Now he's gonna start a game, or he's gonna be a, on the roster for the Dallas Cowboys in a game. If they win, they get a spot in the playoffs. 
Getting drafted at 41, that's pretty fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> John Kitna, good luck, buddy. Oh, shit. Man. That game, I think they flexed that to the Sunday night game. So it'll be the Cowboys against the Eagles. So whoever Cowboys. wins that game is getting to the playoffs. <laughs> whoever loses is going to walk home with a dick in their hand. <laughs> Get ready for the offseason. Man, I kind of do want to see the Eagles just because of the, 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 what they went through this season. Like it was, it was up and down, up and down. Like, new coach, f- new like, quarterback. A lot of drama in the locker room, too. A lot yeah. of uh, calling out of, uh, of players on each other. Like Deshaun Jackson would pop off and like a lot of shit, man. So it's good to see that fucking Nick Foles has settled in there as the, the leader of that team. And yeah, man. Yeah, shout out Shady McCoy, MVP of my <laughs> fantasy football team. Oh, my God. McCoy was going to work on the Bears that Sunday. Ham bones. That was, that was pretty amazing to see, man. That team looks dangerous as fuck. I don't, I don't want to see them in the playoffs. Another team I want to touch on in the NFC, yo, how about Arizona going up to Seattle and taking their cheeks, dog? Dude, that was pretty impressive. 17-10 was that final score. And yeah, man, uh, I don't I don't really have much to say about that. Like I didn't I didn't watch the game, but if you were going to tell me that like uh in Arizona the, in the middle of the, the middle of the season that Arizona could go up there and fucking whoop on them. Uh, I don't know what to say, man. That that was pretty good to see. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, See, Arizona, Arizona went up to Seattle, be like J.D. said, beat them 17-10 despite four interceptions by Carson Palmer. Oh, man, that's crazy. Yeah. And you already know Seattle's defense with those yeah. DBs, their D-line, and their they're linebacking pretty relentless. Court, they're fucking good. Even as much as I hate Richard Sherman because he's good <laughs> and he talks a lot of shit, those guys are legit. And if you throw four interceptions against a defense like that, you don't expect to win a fucking game. Yeah. When you lose the turnover battle in a game, it's more than often than not, you don't win that game. Yeah, Arizona's a scary team, man. Yeah. I I was like, man, when when I found out that Carson Palmer was going to be like uh, the Arizona Cardinals, I was like, man, he actually could come back now. Because, like, the, the, the team always had a decent defense, like, in the past years. But they, they always had that issue at quarterback. Yeah. They had that whole thing with, like, fucking Skelton. They John had Skelton, fucking Kevin Cobb. Kevin Cobb went out with a concussion for a long time. Um, they had their whole thing with Liner that never really worked out. They yeah. lo- and the last time they were really good was when they had Kurt Warner. Yeah. And that was, that was like, the last time they were good was they went to the Super Bowl against the Steelers, I believe. So. Yeah, Arizona's a scary team right now. Hopefully... I don't know, man. Hopefully, Niners pull it out today. <laughs> but their their team is playing as, or their defense right now is playing as well as anybody in the league right now. They're number one in rushing defense and they're sixth in total defense. And that's without um, Tyron Honey Badger. Tyron oh, Matthew okay. went out um, about a month ago yeah. with the leg injury. And those guys, Dansby, Dockett, all those guys are playing really well. Peterson is yeah. Peterson. Yeah. Pe- that guy's fucking exciting to watch. Yeah. So, good thing about that loss, though, for the, on a Niners standpoint. It puts that, us in the lead as the division yeah, wins. If, right? if they lose, if Seattle loses to the Rams today and we win, we win the tiebreaker against them because we beat we would have beaten Arizona twice and we split with Seattle, so that would put us in the one seed. But also, it's fucking Russell Wilson's first loss yeah. at home. Yeah, as a pro, so suck it, bitch. <laughs> Everyone thought. Going into Seattle would be fucking impossible to win, mm-hmm. but the fucking Cardinals did it. A CEO. You gotta fight. You gotta. You gotta battle with the Seahawks and the 12th man, right? The the audience, the the fans, <laughs> the loudest stadium. Yeah, if you guys ever make it to Century Links uh, Field <laughs> in Seattle, say what's up to the Niners billboard that's up there. <laughs> Suck it hard, Seahawks. <laughs> 
Oh, man. That's you, too good. You That's got any good. other NFL things you want to mention, JD? NFL things, nothing really, man. Uh, so that's all I pretty much got. Yeah, AFC. I don't even want to touch the AFC playoff picture. It's a shit show. It's a lot of madness going on there. Yeah, a lot of people have to lose. A lot of people have to win for all these teams. It has to to, get it, in. There's a lot of like tiebreaker stuff yeah, going on. A lot of weird scenarios. I really just want to get to my championship season. <laughs> Talk about it, Mario. Drop, drop. Uh, I'm gonna let me let me be great, dog. <laughs> let me be great. <laughs> I am the best. I am strong. I'm here. <laughs> Our league. If you guys were here last week, thank you for joining us again this week. But if you heard that song we played in the beginning, we are the goddamn champions. Your boy won, baby. Your Let's boy. go. Your boy won. You buying lunch today or what? <laughs> Actually, you know what? I need to hit up the boy Al. Alex, he's holding that money. We need he, to collect. He, so I need B. my payout, dog. We need to come out them pockets, B. <laughs> and if uh, Ryan's listening, I'm taking your payout too, baby. <laughs> what would the split end up being? Uh, something like 150 for first place. What second? 50, I think. See, that's pussy shit, buddy. You should, you should win, you should win all or nothing. All. See, when we, uh, we did money weeks in between, so whoever scored the most points during the regular season got like 10 bucks every week. Yeah, I'm gonna get my ten bucks. Oh, you got a ten spot? Yeah, I got one. I your got team, one. your team put up points. Yeah, for the first couple of weeks, yeah. and it was just like kind of. You like, say Payton Manning was very, MVP? For very the team? turbulent season for me. Yeah, I'd say so. He was pretty consistent yeah. throughout the whole uh, throughout the whole season. Uh, another player too was pretty decent for me. Was fucking um, the fucking my kicker <laughs> Steven, <laughs> Steven Goskowski for the fucking Patriots. Man, he was putting up fucking double digits uh, for multiple weeks. Man. That, that helped that helped me win a couple games too. So. Put you over the top on some yeah. couple, on a couple matchups. Yeah. So. <laughs> so yes, I am the champion of the gentlemen's league. All you guys in the Big league, ups, man. suck it, suck that <laughs> dick, son. Take a the long one. dick of the law. All right. Yeah. Thirty minutes before the game, I fucking I had four quarterbacks on my team. I ended up switching out Tony Romo for Ryan Tannehill because um. Oh man, Tannehill went down. Too. Dude, that motherfucker had three points. <laughs> What the fuck is? Three Were you points? pretty scared at that point when Tannehill went down? Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was in church. <laughs> I was in church checking my fantasy scores, and then I saw that he came out the game with an injury with three oh, points man. in the that like was... third quarter, and I, I was cussing in my head. <laughs> Sorry, God. Furious. Furious. Sorry, my lord. <laughs> Sorry, my lord. But yeah, the reason I switched it out is because I checked the weather report for the Dallas Washington game, and it was scheduled for like rain and sleet and snow and shit. So I took him out. And in my subconscious, I just can't trust a fucking Dallas Cowboy. Yeah. Fuck you, Romo. But he ended up putting up 19 points. Yeah. But it was on the bench, though. Yeah, I had 19 points on the bench, and Tannehill put up a fucking three spot. But good thing. Dude, Mr. Mr. Dalton. Andy Dalton, the red-headed rocket. The red-headed rocket, man. Shady McCoy. (laughs) Ham bones. How many? How much? Did, how many, how many bones, posts man. did uh, Dalton put up for you? I think like almost like forty. Dalton put up a thirty-nine or for oh, me. Oh, thirty-nine. And Shady put up another deuce or uh, twenty. Uh, twenty. Spot. I think he had two touchdowns that yep. game against the Bears. And my wideouts, my wide, Alshon Jeffrey, Brandon Marshall, Josh Gordon. I see you, dog. We popping these fake fantasy football bottles. I really liked how you started both those guys though, Alshon Jeffrey and, and Brandon Marshall. Those guys are like fucking. I had Elshon Jeffrey too. In you had him at the beginning. I dropped him hell early. Thank you, Judy. <laughs> I owe you a sandwich. <laughs> he had like ten raisins.
punches in his ass, man. He <laughs> takes it out his ass. He give a nigga a buck fifty across his face. <laughs> From the yeah. infamous movie. Yeah. Paid him for it. <laughs> Mario just got paid in full this week, man. Paid in full. I need my 150 by Friday. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there ain't no Saturdays, B. Saturday <laughs> don't exist. Where's that Friday money at, B? <laughs> I got to wait till next year, man. I'm, I'm going to try to change up some strategies. Maybe it depends on if we do the double quarterback thing again. I, gotta, I think it was fun that way. I thought it was more yeah, fun I think that it, way. I think, I think the higher points made it, made it more yeah. interesting. I just got to refigure some st- strategy in it. <laughs> so let's switch it up here. We got another game ball coming up. Let's talk Warriors right now, J.D. Let's talk Warriors. We had a Christmas Day game against the Clippers. Yes, we did. And if you guys saw that, it was... <laughs> it it was, was quite the game, It man. was weird, man. Warriors ended up getting the W. Tight game. And a very chippy game. It was <laughs> chippy as fuck. Uh, Draymond Green got ejected. Blake Griffin got ejected. I think Bogut caught a technical foul. Yeah. But that shit was weird, man. Uh, dude, I'm so surprised that Draymond Green got ejected. Like, I would never think that guy gets ejected. He does get pumped and everything, but yeah. That, He's a hothead, though. Yeah, that, like that elbow to uh, Griffin, though. Like, oh, man. Who was it? Like, he had an elbow to his neck, right? Yeah. yeah. On a right, rebound? Right before the halftime, I think. He caught him with an elbow. And Blake Griffin... Actually, the NBA rescinded... Or they said Blake Griffin shouldn't have been thrown out of that game. But yeah, the game was really weird, and right after, I don't know if you saw the reaction to that game because it was a Christmas. It was the last last game on the Christmas schedule on ESPN. Yeah, usually the West Coast times. Yeah. Like for you guys on the East Coast, uh, we're usually like the last game. It was seven thirty on Christmas night, and right after the game, ESPN went right into hyping that shit up and calling it a rivalry and saying, <laughs> "Oh yeah, their next game is gonna be real physical. Watch out for that. Like they're gonna be on watch for that." But yeah, they're gonna go after Bogut. They're gonna. Um they're gonna go after Draymond, and that I think they play March. I think that's what they they said. Actually, I think they play the end of January. The end of January. End of January. I don't think it's a rivalry though. What do you think? I don't think. I don't think not yet, man. They haven't really done enough to call it a yeah. rivalry. Uh, I, I I just I guess just because it's they're in the same division. Like I mean that that would probably be the only thing. Like we don't. There's not really any prominent rivalries in the Pacific Division. Do you think? I don't think so. I just think it's because both teams were really bad for a really long yeah. time. And they became, they're, and they're, they're in the spotlight good. Now. They're getting good at the same time and they both have aspirations and like they're jockeying for playoff position. But other than that, I don't think it's a real rivalry. Let's say how the fucking Heat and Knicks were a rivalry in the 90s or, or Lakers, Boston, Lakers, Celtics, Lakers, or, Celtics, you know, things like that or Bulls, anybody back yeah. in the day. But yeah, the Clippers. There's a lot of fucking ex warriors on that team. They got Matt Barnes, Matt Barnes, goon. <laughs> he's the, he's the one that uh, shoved the bogan in the back for yeah, that he's first a, he's one. A, he's a goon. Uh, Steven Jackson. Oh my! They just signed, they, they just re, they just signed him recently, right? Yeah. If you guys don't know Steven Jackson, go ahead on YouTube and look up Malice in the Palace. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys don't know that story, him who's at Jermaine O'Neal and Ron Artest, Ron Artest when they were on the Pacers, they put a whooping to those fans on live television that was probably like the most shocking sport one of the most shocking sports i remember I ever witnessed. it was on a friday night nba on espn i remember watching that shit i think we drank at your house later that night you recorded it on a vhs oh yeah and we watched it downstairs in your garage over and over <laughs> again and we couldn't fucking believe it this was like pre YouTube days yeah. too. Like when he couldn't find clips. Like yeah, if it was now, that shit would have been uploaded within yeah. seconds. But JD popped in that nice VHS. Because even ESPN wouldn't dubbed repl- over that Tara Patrick. 
Nah, those you don't touch the TP. You know what those I'm are those are stashed away in the oh, Disney okay. bo- you don't Disney touch box TP. movies, <laughs> especially the the Lex Lex and Steel versus uh, TP. <laughs> yeah, man. So yeah, like even after the game, they had like a, a huge scuffle. Like um, Chris Paul came up to uh, Bogut, Bogut, tried to slap the ball out yeah. of his hand, and like. There was a, a scuffle. It was it was funny to see Scalabrini in the mix too. The White Mamba, <laughs> Scalabrini and the White Mamba. That was it's so funny to see him on the team, man. Uh, I don't know, man. Did you watch any of the other games that day on Christmas? Uh, I caught some of the uh, the Bulls game. Uh, I seen like just bits and pieces of every game. I think the Warriors were the only home team that won that yeah, week. Yeah, everyone else lost. Everyone else out lost. The the Heat Lakers game was like pretty bad too. Blowout. Like, yeah, that was a blowout, man. Um, do you like those jerseys that they wear? The short sleeve. Oh yeah, jerseys? so yeah, let's talk about that actually. Um, last year, last season, uh, the NBA started trying to push it, NBA and Adidas tried to push this whole new uh, long sleeve jersey. No, short sleeve. Short short, sleeve. Uh, yeah, I, I'm sorry, uh, short sleeve uh, jersey thing. It kind of looks like kind of looks like a soccer jersey. Yeah, Warriors were the first team to do the whole short sleeve. Yeah, jersey it's pretty thing. funny that they they chose us as the experiment for this. Isn't it like didn't like as like a fashion statement? Didn't the Syracuse team um, in college basketball didn't they start rocking like uh, like long sleeve like shirts long, under, like, under, like, under like, the like Under Armour under their shit it was like skin tight. It was like look like they were yeah, like some uh, future ball well, shit. Nike, Nike went in on that whole dry fit elite uniform shit where you have a really form fitting tight like right. jersey, kind of like their version of Under Armour. Yeah, and bag like baggy shorts. So college really popped that shit off. But NBA, they were the Warriors were the first to do that whole sleeves sleeves on the jersey thing. Like, it's actually attached to the jersey. It's not like yeah. they're wearing a shirt under it. And then, yeah, man, like, the, uh, I'm not really a fan of them, man. Like, yeah. the, the, the Thunders one looked horrible, too. They looked pretty ugly, too. I man. don't like any of them. <laughs> the Warriors one, the white one, the home white is yeah. okay. It just looks like a regular T-shirt and shorts. But the Knicks orange, the Thunder one, the Bulls one, those are all terrible. LeBron spoke out the day before, uh, a couple of days before the game saying, you know, I don't want my shooters having these shitty. He didn't say this verbatim. <laughs> I don't want my shooters worrying about these dumbass sleeves. Yeah. While they're out there trying to get buckets for me. Yeah, because I mean, in in practice, you don't really. I mean, I'm assuming like the league doesn't. The players don't like them. They don't practice with them. And then they're shooting with. You know, they, they for the majority of the time they're shooting with jerseys on, no sleeves under. And um, yeah, man, that, that could be like a a pretty simple mental thing like man this is gonna affect my shot yeah. in some way so uh i don't know man i hope they get rid of it man it seems like it's too much it, of a gimmicky some, thing is this supposed to be some kind of like uh uh cross advertisement too kind of bringing trying to bring in the soccer crowds right the european soccer crowds right by having some kind i read, I read an article about that say how like uh having a similar aesthetic as far as um, style of clothes would bring in like on field equipment. Yeah, like would bring in some of the. That's, the European that's actually that's actually market. doesn't sound too off, man. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. Like, but the thing is, though, with these jerseys, they're like they're compression shirts. Yeah, they're tight. Unle- on unless you. you're like you're you're lean as fuck and you got a nice set of shoulders on you, you're gonna look like a fucking slob. <laughs> <wearing these. laughs> you know, like I'm not I'm not going online and buying these compression shirts to wear it in right. public. Right. Oh, as far as selling, yeah. Because okay. I thought about the athletes. <laughs> I've got a little bit of a gut on me, so I'm not going out wearing a compression shirt looking like a fucking slob. That's a fucking great point. They should only make them for women. So you know what I'm saying? You know they got the, remember the when chest poking. <laughs> that would be nice. Remember, remember, make them only for the women. Remember like 2001 when like Maya and them were rocking the oversized, the, the, the jersey dress. Tight, they jersey were like dress? they were like cut in a dress. Yeah, I was kind of feeling that Maya 
in the Best of Me remix with Jay Z <laughs> yeah, in the sir. North Carolina Tar, Tar Heel fucking North jersey, Carolina right? yeah, baby blue Tar Heels jersey dress. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about college sports, bro. But it's like <laughs> but Tar Heels, Tar Heels, baby. That Tar Heel fit for my bitch. You know what I'm <laughs> Get that Tar Heel fit with Damn. the matching Fubu. <clears throat> Jesus Christ! I, Shout out Maya. I would you love would, to see her wear I that think, dress did, again. Didn't she have like the, like 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 the Timbo stilettos on too? I, I think mean, that, that, that was a hot look for 2001. <laughs> Timbo stilettos popping off in the early 2000s. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Shout out Maya in the jersey dress. You would <laughs> catch the rapture. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, my, actually, I have a clip of Maya from that video. <laughs> so, yeah, like... <laughs> so, the whole, the whole jersey thing, man, unless they, unless they even take it next level where it's like they start putting ads on it, like WNBA jerseys. No, the reason that. WNBA does it is because they're fucking broke. broke. <laughs> no, nobody watches WNBA. So, man, I, I really think the league should get, get rid of these little sleeve things, man. I'm, I'm not really feeling it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan. I don't of see that. people, I don't see, the, I, wouldn't, I haven't even seen anybody wearing that shit in public, to be honest. And I don't see that selling selling well. Yeah. Ever since Adidas <laughs> took over the uh, the NBA uniform contract, I've not been a fan of that. I don't shit. think their merchandise has been flying off the shelves like how, how they have. Adidas shots fired. <laughs> but uh, speaking of Rapture and Maya, Rapture and Maya. Would you watch last night, JD? Would you catch on the on the stream, the UFC stream? Oh my god! Probably one of the. One of the most exciting UFCs I've seen in a while. A lot of it's because we, we watched it with a raging boner, <laughs> raging rods, dude. Man, <laughs> um, last night if you guys didn't watch it, it was a uh, UFC 168 in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, and um, there were a couple notable fights. But the two main fights, the two championship fights that were being held that night, main card. The main cards were um, um, Ronda Rousey and uh, Misha Tate and Anderson Silva versus Chris Weidman. Both uh, rematches of previous fights. Yeah. And I, I was actually talking to, the, uh, to our producer here, Aves, about uh, Ronda Sweet. Rousey and uh, Misha Tate. And I didn't know that they fought before. They, apparently, they fought before in Strike Force. Yeah, they fought in Strike Force uh, March 12th, 2012. The fight was um, Tate was actually the champion in that fight. Mm-hmm. So it was her first defense of her title. And uh, going to that fight, yeah, Tate, she's a wrestler. Uh, Rousey, you know her background as an Olympic, uh, what, bronze medalist? Oh, yeah, judo. In judo. Mm-hmm. And she's uh, like, a, I think, a two-time world champion? Yeah. And going into that fight, Rousey, I think she was maybe 5-0 five or 6-0. Five and oh or six and oh. Yeah. But her longest fight going into that championship fight was like 50 seconds long. So Yeah, she, she wins. Uh, she won all her fights by uh, armbar. first round armbar. Arm first bar, round. Yeah. So she was wrecking fools in that division. Right. She's pretty bad, man. I mean, I don't know if y'all caught, caught the... Um, Fuck what was it? Uh, what's oh. her name? Tate tried to throw a hip, uh, a hip toss, hip toss. and then uh, uh, Ronda Rousey hit her with a uchimata, which is like essentially like she like completely <laughs> reversed. Wait, a what? An, an uchimata essentially uchiwali, baby. Uchiwali, essentially it's a uh, it's like a leg throw, right? I mean, if if you watch the highlights, dude, it's pretty fucking insane. Yeah. The tosses that fucking the throws that fucking Rousey can hit from anywhere. Yeah, from absolutely anywhere. You're not gonna. T- I mean, uh, from what I saw, you know, um, a lot me- of hip tossing. Yeah, um, um, Tate, dude, she's good with her hands, dude. She threw a couple of mean hooks, R- man. R- Rousey ate a lot of good punches. Yeah, man, I'm she not threw a lie. bunch of. She had, she had a good stiff jab, good cross. You know what I mean? She threw a stiff hook. Um, she looked good when they were standing up, man. But you're not gonna shoot yeah. on fucking Rousey and, and and take her to the ground. It ain't gonna fucking happen, man. I don't know if you guys watched the uh, post fight conference where they did with uh, Tate. She said the I, the the strategy going in was try to stand up with Rousey. But if she tried to she 
she went for takedowns. That was the biggest mistake she made. Oh, absolutely. Fight. You're not you're not gonna take her down. Yeah, dude. she tried like multiple and times. And she got <laughs> stuffed and flipped the fuck over every single it was a fucking clinic. Yeah. It was a judo absolute, clinic. Absolute absolute judo clinic, dude. Um, you know, you're not gonna fuck with an Olympic caliber athlete. Yeah. And and, and, and get away with it. Period. But um to Tate's to Tate's credit, she got put in an arm bar that looked like her shit was gonna snap in half. The second and round she got out. You the know, second round. I don't know if she got out or fucking Rousey's let her go. Really? You know what I'm saying? To put the abuse on her, dude. I I I don't. And she's I don't the type it. to do that. Yeah, shit. just put the abuse Ooh. on her. Well, I mean, what's it called when the shit was over? You know what's it called? Fucking Tate goes in for the handshake. She's like, bitch, <laughs> get she, out of here. She's saying Rousey was just playing with her food. Yeah, essentially. It was essentially, Damn. I think that's she kind of a, play, that's an interesting theory. I think Rousey could have ended it anytime she fucking wanted to, and she she let her out just to just to abuse her, dude, just to put it on her. I, I think put a, put a better show. I think it's also better for her markability too. Because yeah. I mean, if you know, I mean, it's exciting to see a, a first round knockout. But longevity speaking, you know, it's kind of the whole Tyson thing. You know what I mean? Like everyone, there came a point where there was a negative with Tyson fights because you knew it was going to be over in the first three rounds. So you get six, you pay thousands of dollars, thousands and you get of dollars six minutes of and fight, six minutes maybe. of fighting. You know what I mean? So it it could be a thing where it's like, okay, well, you know, you're going to get more of a fight. From like, I'm going to entertain my fans. Right. I'm not just going to go in for the kill. That, that that's one of the biggest complaints about mixed martial arts in general is that the fight is so short mm-hmm. you know what i mean and then in a vast majority of it's spent on the ground grappling with a lot of people not really understanding what the fuck's going on yeah if you, you know if you guys didn't watch the 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 pay-per-view last night like the undercards they were like i don't want to say three or four fights that ended in the first round and they had the they had to cut to breaks so many times to show other preliminary yeah. like cards and it's kind of weird like the way they do yeah. that because well, apparently they have they have a whole stable of fighters in the back, yeah, ready to come in, yeah, for to, to fill the, in time, to fill, yeah, to fill time. time, exactly. That's so it's 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 crazy to me how they do that, but yeah, man. Hey, so you know, it was pretty sad when uh, Mr. Fantastic lost uh, <laughs> with his incredible stretching leg. Oh my, his leg looked dude. like fucking hockey stick. We Weedman's fucking knee must be made out of titanium, dude. Adamantium. Adamantium. Dude. Yeah, dude. He's like, really the Wolverine, guys. The, he's the Wolverine. Wolverine. His Wolverine. He is the Christian Wolverine, dude. Uh, <laughs> Holy smokes. Dude, that knee check blew my fucking mind, dude. I was like, that's insane. That could have been... Do you think that was intentional or it was just the craziest timing ever? Dude, you're gonna throw up your leg to take block yeah. a kick. You gotta period, you gotta I mean, check a kick. Yeah. That's yeah, what that's exactly. what you're taught to do. But Silva hit it or he he took the check at like <laughs> the wrong the, the worst part. Yeah, the most perfect, but yeah. the worst spot ever. Yeah, yeah and absolutely. that shit flailed in the wind. Oh, dude, that oh, shit was insane. It wrapped around the the amount of force he put into that kick. I mean, you want to take him out, son. Um, but hey, man! Shout out to this Young Weedman or Weidman. It looked man. like Silva's toes could have touched his knees. The yeah, way he wrapped around yeah. that dude's that leg shit was like, wild. That was some fantastic force shit. Oh dude. my god! Look like, like yeah, those Dolce, toys back man. in the day, like Stretch Armstrong, where you could wrap the shit around. Like yeah, that shit was wild. That was nasty. It was crazy too, because like in the slow mo, once he, once he <laughs> once he kicked the dude, his leg wraps back. He his his face just looks in shock. He looks at his leg and just falls like instantly. Yeah. And like in in fight time and like in real time, I was like, dude, did he fucking counter punch him or something? Like, you didn't even fu- know what happened. Right? I didn't know what the fuck yeah. happened because it happened right. so fast. It was ridiculous. Insane. But I was seeing people on uh, right after fight is reading different message boards what people said about the fight. They're saying, you know, why? I mean, he's a piece of shit. They're <laughs> celebrating. 
He had no idea that his fucking that Silva's leg snapped yeah. in half. So what? So what? Silva, Silva, Silva. Like gets, that was gets, his gets game kick, plan. Yeah, Silva gets a kick on his inner thigh, and then he's crippled, and then so fucking Silva's allowed to celebrate. Yeah. Exactly. He checked it at the right position. He he defended himself properly. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck you mean not pump, pe- pumping yourself up? People calling up. it a fluke win because he snapped his leg. He did what you don't he's win twice on a fluke. Do. Exactly. You don't win twice on a fluke. And you know, to Widem's credit, after he realized that Silva's leg was snapped like a fucking number two pencil, he right. went right over to him and said. Like he checked on him to see right. if everything was okay. Right. He was classy about uh, it. it. Fluke, fluke. All right. So how about how about the fucking uh, 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 the fucking Silva, uh, Forrest Griffin? Uh, no, the Silva. <laughs> you uh, ran into a jab. God damn oh my god! Chael Sonnen fight when Chael Sonnen was working that ass for five for fucking four, rounds, four and he comes and up, a half fucking and he round. comes up. He comes up with what was it? Arm, arm bar. It was arm bar. He was in fucking. Uh, he guard. caught an arm by yeah. luck. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you're going to use that defense, you can exactly. call every single knockout in fight history a fucking fluke because, yeah. oh, his face wasn't supposed to be there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He just Damn. happened to meet his fucking fist. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, dude. So if you're calling it a fluke, take a step back and fuck yourself. Right. Oh, fucking shit. But that, that card was really fucking exciting. Dude, I want to just make note of this uh, one fight that happened. It was uh, Travis Brown and oh, uh, the big Josh, uh, Josh Barnett. I think that was oh, uh, Josh Barrett, Barnett. Yeah, Barnett, dude. Josh like, Barnett's a bad motherfucker. Dude, that, it, that was like fucking seeing King Kong and Godzilla fight. That shit was hilarious. The elbows that uh, yeah. Brown threw. Yeah. Jesus uh, Christ. Yeah, Josh Barnett. Uh, I think he's coming back into off of uh, popping hot. So he got busted, I believe, on HGH. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. I'm not sure. That would explain how fucking huge these motherfuckers are. Josh Barnett's are. one of the best motherfuckers that ever lived, dude. Yeah. Coming at 36 years old, this motherfucker, they call him the Bayface Killer or whatever. Yeah. I mean, he's been fighting since he was like 18, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. And to have a career be 36 and still just fucking motherfuckers. He's, he came in, too, when the whole the whole K1, you know, saying Japan thing was popping off. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's got miles on him, dude. And, and shout outs to him, but what a bad motherfucker, dude. Yeah, he's those dudes that are just born to fucking scrap <laughs> with anybody. It's just like a passion for him, dude. Yeah. Apparently he's a genius too. He's like some. I forget what he studies some crazy shit. He's also a big fan of uh, Magic the Gathering. Oh yeah, true story. Yeah. He's like a champion Magic the Gathering player. But yeah, dude, shout awesome. out to you. Yeah, son. Can we touch back on the um, Tate Rousey fight real quick? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Sure. Did you guys watch any of the uh, um, the Ultimate Fighter competition? No. Show? See, that's the thing. Like the post the post fight interview stuff. I was like, I didn't know what they were, t- they were referencing, but apparently, like, there was like a there was some beef on Twitter and on the show. On yeah, um, if you saw the fight, Rousey put Tate in the armbar, and then she tapped like almost immediately. She uh, Tate got up first and she extended her hand to shake uh, Rousey's hand. Rousey looked at her, shook her head, walked away. Right. Yeah. During the post fight interview, she said. Uh, not verbatim, but she said, you know, Tate spoke, sh- uh, she talked shit about my family. She spit on my back. So I'm not, she doesn't deserve a handshake for me. But to her credit, she dapped her up saying, you know, it's a great fight. I respect her, but she's not going to get, her as an athlete I'm not going to give her that, that respect of dapping her up after the fight. Right. But she's a good fighter. Right. We had a good competition, but fuck her. I'm basically. not, I'm not mad at that comment. I, li- I like that. She just dogged her after yeah. that shit. Yeah. That's, that's on the show. I'm not mad at that at all. There was a fantastic clip, uh, I just got for you guys from, um, from the ultimate fighter uh so, so some backstory so misha tate's boyfriend uh don't know how his name um but during the strike force so misha tate is uh, he a fighter too yeah i think he's a fighter yeah, too. yeah misha tate uh uh ronda rousey won um at strike force before they came to the ufc before ufc bought out strike force uh essentially her boyfriend misha tate said some shit like i'll uh 
break fucking Ronda Rousey's teeth in. <laughs> right? Oh my gosh. No. Why would you say that? <laughs> like, what the Ronda fuck? Rousey fucks with some killers, bud. Like yeah. some real killers. You know what I mean? She's a killer herself, man. Yo, so, she's a fucking pit bull. I yeah, love that. She's a pit bull, man, her, for dude. real. Um, so they had a little encounter at a, at a bar. Let's play this clip real quick. It was awesome. I was sitting watching the fights when I looked over and I seen Misha, Rhonda, and Caraway at the bar. Ryan Caraway. Away from my boyfriend. I'm really not sitting near your boyfriend. I don't think anyone with half a brain would desire a man like that. I remember looking over to the bar and seeing this weird, like, it's like posturing, you know, like you see in the animal kingdom. This really tense spatial kind of dominance thing happening. And uh, I was like, oh, Something's about to go down. And because the little doesn't treat you right. Someone should hold your pads and oh, knows what they're you doing. No. You don't even know how to hit pads. Are you kidding me? I don't know how to hit So, so <laughs> Ronda Rousey is trying to talk shit. She's, she's telling, so apparently Misha Tate and uh, her boyfriend at the bar, and she's saying to, uh, to her boyfriend, hey, you know, you should get with a girl that can treat you right, uh, someone who can hold pads for you, right? <laughs> so Tate comes back with, what the fuck are you talking about? But well, I'm, a, I'm a for real striker. Like, you don't even know how to punch. You don't right? know how to hit pads. You know, you're not a hit pads, period. Pads? You don't even know how to throw punches. Yo, Edmund, come here. No one cared about right, the fight. So Edmund, Edmund is Ronda Rousey's badass, looking like is, Israeli fucking army killer strike. I think her, he's an Armenian. Yeah, her strike coach, man. This motherfucker gets in, gets in homeboy's ear. We're tough, on the TV dude. anymore. All of a sudden, everybody's attention just like um, focused on that. She says, "I don't know how to hit beds." Who does? She says that she hits beds better than Caraway than I do with you. You don't know. Doesn't need to be so close to him. Yeah, both of you don't know. You should have never really gotten along from the very beginning. And ever since Caraway threatened to knock my teeth down my throat on Twitter, the night before our title fight, Edmund's not been a very big fan of his. Let me tell you something. As long as I live, don't put your hand down. Put your hand down. As long as I live, nobody's gonna break around this. Teeth, you know what I mean? I wasn't talking yeah, to her. I was talking to a fan because you can't. No, it's not can't. Because you can't. Period. Doesn't matter because you can't. I wasn't as long talking as I live, you can't. I guarantee you. I'll, I'll, get, you, I'll get you someplace hey, else. There's I apologize. I'll get you someday. There's just too many cameras. I'll get you someplace else. I guarantee you. Here we go. Act tough now. We act tough always. See, that's why I love this bitch, bud. Homeboy, homeboy, you know what I'm saying? Can't say shit to her coach to his face, right? And he's like, oh, act tough now. And run a side bus. We're like, we act tough always, you punk bitch. Like, you know what I'm saying? But shout out to Ronda Rouse. I love her, dude. That shit. That was a really exciting fucking fight. Like, dude, the crowd was going was electric for that women's fight, man. It the was, dope thing she said, um, if you watch the fight, everybody was cheering for Tate and booed Rousey. The yeah, everyone was like, Misha, yeah. Misha. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, the, sure. the, the crowd was for on Misha's side. Yeah. And um, during the interview, I think it was she was with Rogan. She said, uh, how do you, uh, Rogan asked her, how do you react to all the boos? She said, I've been in the Olympics. I've been booed in 30 different countries. Yeah. This, shit's, this shit ain't new to me. Yeah. The cheering is new to me. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, she's fucking dope, man. Ronda Rousey, we fuck with you. <laughs> What else we got going on here, bees? Yeah. You guys want to give out a little bench and demotions? Oh yeah, I think oh, we, we, we might have to. I think we need to give some game balls and some uh, hey, benching. Right JD now. got one lined up for you guys today. I'm gonna give. Uh, I actually got a couple benchings. I'm gonna give. Uh, who's, who's hitting the bench, coach? <laughs> Who ain't bringing the hustle? You're you done, son. You're done, son. Dude. You're out of here, B. 
Well, I'm giving the bench. I mean, he actually got the bench in the real life. Was fucking Andrew Bynum, son. Sit the fuck down. Stop playing basketball, man. This guy. This guy said on Twitter that I didn't even really enjoy playing basketball in the first place. This is what this guy said on Twitter, man. You're a, a fucking of, professional athlete. There man. were a lot of GMs worried about signing him because yeah. they saw that. They saw that he didn't love playing basketball. When you're fucking seven foot fucking tall, man, you're fucking. Oh my God. You're done. Dude, you won two championships with the fucking Lakers, man. And you get one injury and then you fucking lose the spirit, man. I mean, I understand injuries could hurt a confidence in a player, but come on, man. You know what doesn't hurt? All the millions he's still yeah. getting from oh, those fucking teams God. cashing him out. Yeah, he, he got signed to, to Philly and didn't even play one fucking game and getting money off that. That's fucking ridiculous. Andrew Bynum, get the fuck out of here. You're, You're done. done, son. You're, You're on the done. bench. You no get team, no, no water. No, want, want no spare ass, ribs. No, no Gatorade. No Gatorade. No ice. Hit the locker room, B. Hit no the showers, delicious. B. <laughs> get your own fucking towels, B. You're, You're done. Son. You're done, son. Who's getting benched, Mark? Oh, man. Who's getting benched? I got one. Michael Jordan. <laughs> oh, oh, word. Why, why, why are we and going Nike. at MJ? Oh, we're going at if, Nike, too. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Fuck them. I love them though, but <laughs> if you guys are in the fake into the shoe game, <laughs> I was up at 4.30 in the morning on my laptop trying to get these black and red Jordan 1s, but mm. apparently you need a secret fucking potion <laughs> and you need to hack the planet. Eat some fairy dust. Oh, but you know how you know, it's zero cool? <laughs> Jeez. Acid burn? It's hack the planet? impossible to get shoes these days and i'm not i'm not waiting in line i'm not camping for shoes because i have other things to do in life (laughs) other obligations so i thought i'd try my hand online but apparently it's impossible so i didn't how many re re re's retros of this or this number three maybe maybe the fourth or fifth one and still getting motherfuckers man i don't know why they can't just make more for everyone and to just sell them they're still gonna sell retail on them 140 140 Do you feel that like if they made a pair for everyone that like say everyone in the world that wanted these this shoe signed a petition and actually got them and everyone like you see them everywhere, do you feel like it takes away from owning them because everyone has? Well, them? that's to those people that only buy shit for hype. Yeah, I buy the shoes because I like them. I like yeah. how they. I don't care if a million people or one person yeah. has them. I want them because I like them. Yeah. All right. So does the demand for it like fuck it up? Like it does for some people yeah. because. But my thing is. If Nike just makes more, they'd make that profit. Yeah. Nowadays, it's resellers. They yeah. s- they mark it up to five hundred dollars, and yeah. Nike doesn't see that profit. Yeah. They, they they made a micro market essentially. Yeah. You know. uh, all right, man. Well, shit. So Fuck Michael you. Jordan, give me a pair, size twelve, <laughs> bitch, <laughs> bitch. Who's getting game ball, son? Who's getting the game ball, B? JD, who you got? Game ball. I'm gonna give the game ball to uh to the actually eight game balls. Eight, eight game, game balls. balls. <laughs> Damn. For all the, uh, the Niners players that made the Pro Bowl this year, man, that's a, I think that's a, a team high. So shout out to y'all, man. You got, uh, you got another one? We got a clip attached to this oh, one for yeah, you. Oh, yeah, dude. How, how could I forget? We got an man? audio clip. We got bonus footage for y'all. For, um, for the end, we're also giving out uh, game balls for uh, our favorite moments of 2013. 2013's wrapping up. Yeah, uh, favorite sports moments. I'm gonna give the game ball another one to uh, Big Poppy, David Ortiz, right. first baseman of the Boston Red Sox. Shout out to the Sox. <laughs> this, this, this is what earned you the oh, game a ball. A little background. This was this clip is coming. Uh, Boston home game immediately after, not immediately, but after the Boston Marathon bombing. So Ortiz is at the mic, about to spit that hot fire. All right. 
Alright, bossy. Alright, bossy, hey. Listen up to Big Papi. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this jersey that we wear today, it doesn't say Red Sox. Red Sox. It says Boston. You say Rosa. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny if he was wearing the red rock jersey too. We want to thank you, Mayor Menino, Governor Patrick, the whole police department for the great job that they did this past week. This is our fucking city. <laughs> this is our fucking city. And nobody gonna dictate our freedom. Ain't nobody gonna dictate our freedom, man. This is our fucking city. <laughs> this is my fucking game ball for you, Big Poppy. Hey, he sounds like a bad guy from Die Hard. Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> Not gonna dictate our freedom. Yeah. He's like on negotiations with the police, like at a standoff. <laughs> this is our fucking city. <laughs> for sure, uh, Boston, stand up. We fuck with y'all. We fuck with you, B. All right, any more game balls you want to give out? I got a game ball. Let's Mark see. got one. Our first week listeners. Hey. Oh, hey. hey. If this is your y'all. second week joining us, thank you. Thank, thank you, you y'all. We're out for joining the show. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I'll give a game ball out. I'll give a game <laughs> ball out. You know what I'm saying? It's a fucking, uh, you know what I'm saying? The game ball fucking podcast. <laughs> what up? You know, for joining the GRU network, right? Um, hey, man. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Um, we're gonna get some follows up. Subscribe. Shoot an email to the boys at uh, uh fuck. I made another email. Fuck. My bad. Uh, goodredugly at gmail.com or uh, able or JD at goodredugly.com. Uh, man, go ahead, take us out, Mark. It's your show. You're the first mic. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll be back with another episode in the coming weeks. Until then. Happy holidays, y'all. Happy New Year. We'll see y'all in 2014. Suck and fuck. Suck and fuck, y'all. Suck and fuck.